Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to another solo round of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your your attention today and hopefully you take plenty of value away from this episode, which I'm sure you will. Nice and short and sharp today, but extreme value in this episode, particularly if you are on your own fat loss journey at the moment or you're looking to understand nutrition and how you can take complete control of your own results to make sure you don't have to rely on someone giving you a plan to follow or to, to eliminate any guesswork when it comes to fat loss. Now, I've talked about fat loss a number of times on this podcast and um, for good reason too because I want to be able to allow people to understand the process as much as possible so they can feel comfortable with the process and enjoy it as well. Now, to lose body fat, we know we need to be in a negative energy balance in simple terms, meaning we are expending more energy than we're taking in on a consistent basis. Now, to do that, we eat in a calorie deficit typically anywhere from two to 500 calories below your maintenance intake. Obviously, there's a number of other variables that come into play when we look at our training and whatnot, how that's structured, um, eliminating stress or reducing stress as much as possible, hydration, recovery, the inclusion of supplementation and all that type of stuff as well. But for those that are, are wanting to do a bit of a deep dive on how to make the process more enjoyable or how to fit fat loss in with their current lifestyle to make sure they don't have to drastically change their social life or to get to the point where they're starting to, I guess, not enjoy the process. Today's episode is going to help you a lot. Now, it's important to understand, and I want to preface this episode by saying this to begin with, that whenever we try and change our body, we have to be willing to sit with a level of discomfort. When we're in a calorie deficit or a negative energy balance, our body doesn't want to be in that position. Okay, So we know our body does not want to be in a calorie deficit, which is why it's difficult at times to, you know, be consistent and and to string together consistency with our calorie deficit to make sure we are putting our body in a position to lose the body fat and reveal the lean muscle tissue underneath, which gives us that illusion of muscle definition or tone, whatever you want to refer to it as. So to begin with, we, we need to cover some very simple rules before we get into today's talk around calorie cycling and how you can cycle your calories throughout the week in order to make it more enjoyable to lose fat and maintain a social life or just have days where you're able to eat a little more without going off track, which allows you to maintain a very healthy relationship with food, which is extremely important. So when we're in a calorie deficit, um, let's we're going to use some very easy examples today to, to make this um, as simple as possible. But Fat loss, we've ticked off our calorie deficit. We have a structured training program. We either do or don't have some cardio in there depending on what stage of the deficit we're at. Now, initially, whenever you you start your fat loss phase, I typically recommend just sticking to the same amount of calories day in, day out across the seven days to keep it nice and consistent and easy. So let's say for me to be in a calorie deficit, I need to be uh, eating 2,500 calories per day. Okay, so that puts me in a good deficit for the week. Um, I might be doing strength training five times per week, um, no cardio at the moment. I'm drinking plenty of water. I've got my supplements. I'm taking care of recovery and all the rest of it. And I'm stringing to the, together some consistency. Now, after an extended period of time, uh, I'm inevitably going to hit a plateau with my fat loss phase. Um, I have a couple of options. I can either slightly reduce calories, slightly increase energy output from um, either training or cardio, whatever it may be. Or I can do a very small amount of both. Now, what I typically do as I get further into a fat loss phase 
is I start to look at how I can have at least one or two days where I'm eating significantly more than other days to predominantly help me mentally, to be honest, to allow me to adhere to the deficit for a longer period of time, to still maintain a social life, to have you know the following days after that high calorie day where um, training is significantly better. Um, my motivation levels manage to stay nice and high throughout the week because you kind of have something to, to look forward to. And it also is a great way to utilize more calories for more energy on the days where you're going to need it more. So if it's a, a hard lower body day, if there's a day of the week where you really are aiming to retain um, a certain amount of strength or muscle mass on certain muscle groups that you tend to struggle with in a fat loss phase, you can place your higher calorie days around that day as well to make sure you are able to perform at your best. So a quick example, whenever I do a fat loss phase for an extended period of time, I typically start to, my strength drops off on pushing movements first, okay, because it's I feel like it's pretty relative to what your body weight is. So um, horizontal and vertical presses, so bench press, overhead press, even my squats for lower body tend to drop off first when I get deep into a deficit and lose a lot of body fat. So when I'm cycling my calories, I would typically place my higher days either on the day that I'm training um, pushing movements or the day before, or if I'm really, you know, needing some energy for a lower body day, for example, which requires, you know, a lot more energy, you're expending a lot more energy um, with the bigger muscle groups when you train legs. Um, so I might place the high day around that. But going off track here, once I've been in a deficit for an extended period of time, and, and just for the sake of this episode, we'll, we'll just say it's 2,500 calories um, that I'm eating um, currently at the moment to, to be in a deficit across seven days. All right, so I'm eating 2,500 calories um, and that allows me to stay in the deficit. I've hit my protein intake and over the span of the week, 2,500 calories per day gives me a total of 17 or 17,500 calories. Okay, so across the week, 17,500 is how many I've had total for the week. So 2,500 times seven, 17,500. Now, how calorie cycling works, right? And this is where a lot of people make mistakes in a fat loss phase because they will be in their deficit for an extended period of time and they will feel like they're depriving themselves of certain foods or um, depriving themselves of, of calories, obviously, because we're relatively hungry throughout this deficit. And people lean towards doing a cheat day or a cheat meal or whatever. Now, I've, I've spoken about this before, but in my opinion, they're absolutely fucking useless cheat days because in one day or you know, for some people in, some, in one meal, depending on how crazy you go, we can blow out our weekly average calorie intake in one day or one meal, which get, takes us from being in a deficit for the week to then either maintenance or sometimes even in a surplus, right? At the same time, it creates an unhealthy relationship with food. If I, if I on my you know quote unquote cheat day, go and have burger, pizza, uh, a burger, sorry, pizza, um, like whatever, chocolate, ice cream, have a drink, whatever it may be, in my mind, I start to pair these foods. Um, it starts to have a little bit of a negative. Um, I have a negative mindset around these foods, or I look at them as bad, or I look at them as only being able to eat these foods on days where I'm cheating on my diet. Now. I always like to talk about the fact that when we shouldn't be on or off a diet. We're just basically turning the volume dial up and down um, depending on what our goal is. So when we're trying to get in shape, we're turning that volume dial up. We're manipulating our energy intake with our food. We can still eat the same foods that we usually would 
but we just got to be a little more selective and careful with how many calories we've had day in day out Um, but I always strive to continue eating the same foods that I enjoy in a fat loss phase or a gaining phase so that I don't get to the point where I feel like I need to binge on that food or that I'm craving it because I've cut it out for so long we should never have to eliminate certain food groups or macronutrient groups or whatever just because we're trying to get in shape and lose some body fat we just need to manipulate our calorie intake Make sure we're hitting our protein minimum, aiming for majority of our cows to come from nutrient-dense whole foods, and then fit in those things that we enjoy most so that we don't get to the point where we feel like we need to binge on them or that we've deprived ourselves of them for so long that all of a sudden we're scared to eat them because we think we're going to fucking get fat or whatever, right? And that's, that's one of the craziest things I hear is that you know when someone eats a certain meal or even if there is a day where we kind of go off track and blow our calorie intake out is that, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm, I'm going to put on fat. It's just like saying that you could eat like shit for a month and have one day where you eat well and eat a bunch of salad and all that shit and the next day you're going to wake up looking like a bloody Greek god. It doesn't work like that, okay? It does not work like that. So I always say to my clients that consistency is more important and a lot of the time close enough is good enough when it comes to our nutrition because the more consistency we can string together, the more likely it is that we are going to see results and that a good day here and a bad day here and there, sorry, is not going to completely derail us. So coming back to how we can utilize calorie cycling. So firstly, what is it? Calorie cycling is literally just when we have um, a number of days that are lower in calories and either one or two days or however many days you like really where calories are slightly higher. So instead of having 2,500 consistently across seven days, I might have six days that are slightly lower, whereas I get to have a seventh day, which is significantly higher. I might have five slightly lower days and two moderately higher days as well. And you can do that however you like. You may have super low days, uh, medium days, and then really high days with your calories. But the most important thing we need to keep in mind here is that our average for the week needs to stay the same. So if 2,500 calories per day across seven days gives me 17,500 calories, I can theoretically distribute those calories however I like across the week and get very similar, if not the same results with my fat loss. I'm going to give you the easiest example here um, so you can start to utilize this yourself. Now, before I explain how I do it or, or whatever, the reason I'm doing this in a fat loss phase is because I'm getting to the point where my body fat's getting pretty low. Uh, my calories are relatively low in comparison to what they would typically be in a gaining or maintenance phase. And mentally, I'm starting to struggle a little bit. Um, socially, I have to kind of be a lot more selective with what I do and don't do. Um, you know, training-wise, my, my training performance might be starting to drop a little bit as well. And and in order to maintain adherence, in order to maintain motivation, in order to retain muscle mass and keep our performance up in the gym, and also just to make the process really enjoyable – Calorie cycling can be a great way. So the example I'm going to use is six lower days with one high day and we'll explain how that's going to work. So 2,500 calories per day. What I'm going to do on my lower days is for the sake of this episode, I'm going to just take 200 calories away from six days of the week. All right? So follow follow me with this process. It's very simple. Um, I want to make sure I explain it in a way that, that makes sense. But... For my lower days, I'm going to go down to 2,300, okay, across six days. So for six days of that week, I have taken 200 calories away from my usual intake. So six times 200 is 1,200 calories. So I've removed 1,200 calories across six days. Now on the seventh day, 
keeping in mind that my starting point was 2,500 and I've taken 1,200 calories away, I now get to put those calories back in on that seventh day and maintain the same average for the week. All right, so um, my seventh day goes from 2,500 and then we're adding in the 1,200, which leaves me at 3,700 calories for the day on that seventh day, which feels like I'm not in a deficit at all. It allows me a lot more flexibility with food choices. It allows me to, to eat a lot of food and feel nice and full, which is often a feeling you don't get to feel in a fat loss phase. And the coming days afterwards or the days after that high calorie day, you know, my glycogen stores are most likely a lot higher. My energy is usually a lot higher. I probably sleep a lot better after that higher day. My training output's much better. My motivation's high. And I'm allowed to, you know, I allow myself to be a bit more social on those higher days. The most important thing is that my average has been the same for the week. Now, it's important to understand as well that if you are weighing yourself throughout your fat loss phase, and I always recommend taking a weekly average, so you're weighing yourself every morning on an empty stomach um, and taking an average for the week, because we have had such a high day on that seventh day, it's inevitable that your weight is going to be a little bit higher the day or two after. But do not stress because it will come back down. Okay, so the average will still kind of end up being relatively similar. Um, And as I said, because our training output should be higher because we have more energy, we're actually going to most likely put ourselves into more of a deficit and burn more fat, even though we've had a day where we've eaten a lot of food. So you can start to see how, one, this is enjoyable, two, this is beneficial for our training, and and three, it's going to allow us to adhere to the fat loss phase for a lot longer. Now, you can do this however you like. It doesn't have to be six low days and one high day. You may even do five lower days and two higher days, and you can place them wherever you want to. They don't have to be back-to-back. I did always find that if I was doing five lower days and two higher days, I found it more beneficial to do the two higher days back-to-back. Um, and, and also, like if you've got a, a relatively busy job or lifestyle throughout the week, um, you might work nine to five Monday to Friday, it might be a little easier for, t- for you to have those lower days throughout the week when you're, when you're nice and busy, um, you're not sitting at home and, and um, tempted to go to the cupboard all the time and, and, and grab something to eat or snack between meals or whatever. Um, but if you were to do five lower days, it's the same, same principles, we're just splitting it across two. So if I was doing five lower days, I might bring my calories down to 2,200. So I've gone from 25 to 22. So I've taken 300 calories from five days now. Okay. So now I have 1,500 calories to allocate across the two days on the weekend. All right. So from Monday to Friday, I might go 2,200. Saturday and Sunday, we're starting at 2,500, but I've got 1,500 calories to add on top of that. Now, you might just break that in half and put one on on Saturday, one on Sunday. You might bring your calories slightly higher on Saturday and then put the rest of them onto the Sunday. But again, we are still at the same average for the week. All right, so this is where it starts to get fun and, and why it's important to become the CEO of your own body and understand how fat loss truly works and understand the fundamentals of nutrition so that you are not guessing your way to results. Hopefully, if you've listened to this show for some time, you understand now that just eating healthy or or trying to eat clean, whatever the fuck that means, is not the the best or most effective way to go about trying to lose fat because we're guessing our way to results and you should never have to guess whether or not you're going to lose body fat. When we can start to understand the numbers – at least roughly tracking our calorie intake, hitting our protein minimum, aiming for majority of our foods that come from nutrient-dense, you know, nutritious meals, 
allowing for some of our calorie intake to be used on things we may be craving or enjoying more than others, keeping our water high, you know, using supplements um, when we're taking care of our training and nutrition, focusing on sleep, all the rest of the stuff that you guys already know, fat loss becomes easy, all right? And, and it becomes more like a game. And as I've said before, it's like thinking of your calorie intake like a financial budget. It doesn't have to be boring. We get to spend that budget however we like. And I think calorie cycling, for those that are listening, um, is, is most beneficial once you're kind of relatively deep into the fat loss phase. Um, it, it definitely is something you can start off with right from the start. Um, I remember the last time I did a physique competition, I started – you know, I coached myself in this competition. Um, oh, I think it was the last one, but I coached myself. Um, and the way I structured my food throughout the whole entire comp prep, and I got to a point where I was like ridiculously lean. Like I was looking for, at photos this morning and um, it's crazy how lean I got. But all I did throughout the whole time, like I think when people think of bodybuilding or whatever, they think that there's some crazy techniques or, um, you know, some competitors or whatever kind of almost wear it as a badge of honor to how shit the experience can be. But for me, it was easy. I just did six low days, one high day, and all the way into the competition, I was having a day where I was eating like 4,000 calories a day and extremely, extremely lean. So it doesn't have to be as hard as most people kind of think it. it is. It can be quite simple, quite easy, and quite enjoyable. Um, and hopefully you can put these um, tips to good use throughout your fat loss phase and take some benefit from this episode to make it nice and easy. And if you do need some help or if you have any questions, you can always email me at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. If you need help with your training or would just like someone to take control of it and have the accountability to check in with a coach each week, of course, head to the website dannykennedyfitness.com and check out any of my programs and see if there's any that fit um, your needs at the moment, but I appreciate you tuning in. I really do. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode and taken some value from it. If you have, um, I'd love for you to, to share some love on social media and screenshot this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me. I'd love to hear your feedback. Otherwise, just share this episode with a friend. And I hope you, you guys have a fantastic day today. And, um, and thanks so much for tuning into this episode.